0: Welcome on into the Jazz Talk Podcast. I'm your host, CJ Dieters. Today's episode will be covering uh, what's been going on with the Jazz over the last week, um, dealing with injuries, dealing with big games from, from some players, um, and then just a quick look into some rumors that have come out about the uh, coaching staff. Um, So the Jazz have been uh, kind of the classic Jazz uh, over this last week. Um, They kind of got manhandled by the Mavericks. um, And then, let's see, then they played the Spurs. And they were up by 10 at some point in the game. And then ended up losing by two points. And then they were able to flip things around. Um, they dominated the Thunder. I may have the uh, the, the games mixed up here, but uh, at least the order, but I know the opponents here. And then um, well, on Saturday night, they played against the Kings, and they dominated them too. Um, you know, the, the thing that scares me with this Jazz team, is when things are going well, when uh, people are healthy, uh, and they're playing together, you know, they're playing their basketball, they're an amazing team. Um, one of the best offenses in the league, one of the better defenses in the league. But then they have other games where, the you know, everybody's healthy, and they drop a game to the Spurs, or they lose... Um, without really putting up any competition to a team like the Mavericks. That's that's what I'm worried about with this team heading on into the playoffs, is I know they have the talent to beat every single team in the West. It's just what team's going to show up on that particular night. Um, during these last few, few games, though, um, the big... Production has not been becoming has not been coming from the main guys. Like Donovan's been doing just fine, you know, his normal season averages, you know, twenty five points, five boards, five assists, you know. But against the Thunder, Bojan Bogdanovic put up the Jazz's record for threes made in a single game. He made eleven. Uh, he ended up scoring thirty five points, and the Jazz were able to dominate in that game. And then. On a Saturday night against the Kings, um, Rudy Gobert was out uh, with an injury to his toe. Um, but he will be back in, in uh, tonight's game, it sounds like, uh, which we'll get into. Um, you know, and Hassan Whiteside stepped up, but Jordan Clarkson actually went out there and got 45 points, which is a career high for him. It's the most points ever scored by a six-man um, by the Jazz. Um, which, you know, I'll tell you, I've, I brought it up before. I wouldn't be super sad if they ended up trading away. Jordan Clarkson and got that wing defensive wing that they've been looking for forever, but there's times where he puts up performances like this, where it's just like, Oh, okay. Um, it's tough to say that he shouldn't be around when he does stuff like this. Uh, but it was cool to see, um, you know, he was just really nailing it from three. He was hitting from the floater range. Um, he was just on fire. And the Jazz were able to win by ten points against the Kings um, because of that, even though their defense was really lackluster throughout the game. Um, their game tonight is going to be a struggle for them. Um, at least I believe so. It's against the Bucks, Um Bucks are second in the East right now. They're last year's NBA champion. They have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, it's going to be a tough matchup for the Jazz. Uh, it sounds like Boyan Bogdanovich might not be able to play in this game, which will hurt them even more because he provides that floor spacing. And then on the defensive end, even though he's not a great defender, he has a big body and he's, he's smart and he gets in the way and he He doesn't get beat super easily. He doesn't get beat a ton. Usually when the Jazz are getting beat, it's when teams space them out and they're able to use their size and athleticism to get past Mike Conley and Jordan Clarkson and Donovan Mitchell. Um, It's usually not Boyan that's the one that's getting beat a ton. Um, Brooke Lopez is going to be making his uh, comeback um, in in tonight's game. Um, He's been out for a little over three months with a back injury, um, so he's actually able to come back and play, um, which is a good sign because there's a lot of thoughts that he could have been done for the for the rest of the season. Um, so it's good to see him coming back. Um, I, I imagine that the Jazz are going to try and put Rudy Gobert on Giannis as much as possible because Royce O'Neal is just, and uh, Daniel House are just not anywhere near big enough to handle him. I think Rudy Gay and Eric Pascal can handle a little bit of time on Giannis, but it's probably going to have to be Rudy against Giannis one-on-one a lot of the times um, to try and slow him down. Um, honestly, I don't know if the Jazz are favored in this game. I I don't know if I would pick them as the favorite in this game. Um, it's a very good Bucks team that they're going against that has a lot of um, star-level players, and again, Giannis, they have Chris Middleton, they have Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez is coming back. I wouldn't expect a ton of minutes out of him, but they have other guys at the center, and Bobby Portis and Serge Ibaka, that can uh, disrupt things. Um, so I'll just say this. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if the Jazz end up losing tonight, but if they're able to... Like I said, if they're able to play together and play the way they're supposed to, then they should win. It's just it's frustrating with this Jazz team this year because last year they did not lose games that they weren't supposed to lose. Um, I think they only lost like six games at home all of last season. And they've lost, I think, 13 so far this season already. Um, they've lost games to teams well under five hundred quite a few times this year. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't know what to think about this jazz team as far as where they're going to be heading on into the playoffs. You know, we saw in this last month of February, they, they put together a really good run and that I think they went like nine and three in that, in that month. Like that's really good. You know, that's the type of stuff that you know, championship level teams do. And then, but then they start dropping t- uh, games to teams like the Spurs, who their roster is in no position right now to be beating a team like the Jazz. Uh, but anyway, um, last thing we'll cover in today's episode. So there has been some rumors that Quinn Snyder is the Spurs' preferred guy to take over as head coach um, once Greg Popovich retires. Uh, Greg Popovich just broke the uh, NBA record for most wins by a head coach. He's 73 years old. He may be done at the end of this season. Um, There's thoughts that he'll stay at least one more year. And Quinn Snyder coached under Popovich for a long time, and it's just the epitome of Spurs basketball, I mean, the Spurs and the Jazz, their systems are very, very similar to each other. They're very similar teams. Uh, you know, I, I, I'd be very sad to see Quinn Snyder end up going to the Spurs. Uh, I would like to see Quinn Snyder coach just as long as Jerry Sloan did and be in all the record books. Um, while only being the head coach, you know, for the Jazz. Um, That's what I'd really like to see for for him. Uh, But I think he's got a couple assistants on his staff that might be able to just bump up and become the head coach if something like that were to to happen. Um, Like Alex Jensen, I think Alex Jensen deserves a head coaching job at some point in his career. Um, But, yeah, I just wanted to bring that to your attention that there are... A lot of rumblings, a lot of rumors about Quinn Snyder being the Spurs' number one option as a replacement for Greg, Greg Popovich whenever he decides to retire. Um, yeah, with that, um, I know this was was a little bit of a shorter episode, uh, but just wanted to get in this weekly episode and, and uh, catch you all back up on what's going, been going on with the Jazz. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, Have a great day, and go Jazz!